You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 31, Three Leadership Branding Mistakes to Avoid. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Leadership Pod. We are episode 31 today. If you are a new listener and you're listening for the first time, then welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a regular listener to this podcast and you've listened to all the other episodes I've recorded, then I hope you enjoy this one too. So today we're talking about leadership branding mistakes that you need to avoid. And I'm going to go through my three top mistakes that you need to avoid when you are developing your leadership brand as an emerging leader. Now, last week's episode was on personal branding for leaders, and it was focused more on why you should have a personal brand or why it's definitely something that you need to think about. So if you want to head back to that episode, episode 30, once you've finished this one and listen to what I have to say in that episode, because today's episode is a bit of a continuation from last week's episode. So just letting you know that episode is there to listen to once you have finished this one. Now, this week is a very exciting week for the Leadership Pod. We have reached three thousand downloads all time. So I am very happy. Thank you so much to you. Thank you for listening and thank you for downloading these episodes. You're really helping to make this podcast into something that is notable, something that is prominent, something that's really helping a lot of emerging leaders out there develop into the leader they know that they can be. Because as I've said in previous episodes, it's not something or what I teach and talk about in this podcast and also the YouTube videos that I create. It's not something that's taught in formal education. So what I aim to do is to help equip you with the skills that you need, you absolutely need to succeed in the corporate world or running your own business, I hope to equip you with those skills so that you become the leader that you want to be or that you know you can be. Now, getting back to today's episode, so we're talking about leadership branding mistakes. Now, I've already mentioned in episode three, that is also about leadership branding, but I mentioned in that episode why I use the term leadership branding as opposed to personal branding. And the reason for that is basically when I work with someone on their personal brand, it's always as a leader. They are always a leader or aspiring to be a leader. So the personal branding that I do, it's for leaders, which is different from personal branding, which could be for anybody, you know, who is in a career or not in a career. Anyone can create their own personal brand that they want to. But what I focus on with my work is leadership branding or personal branding for leaders. So I just prefer to use the term leadership branding rather than personal branding so people don't get confused there. But the reason it is different than personal branding is because it needs to be aligned with your leadership goals, with your leadership objectives, with where you want to go in your career. And it takes a long-term vision. You really need to know have and have a long-term vision for your career and for your business to start working on your leadership brand. So that is a bit of an explanation as to why I use the term leadership branding and not personal branding. But as I said, I do mention it a bit more, I go into more detail about it in episode three of the leadership 
Leadership Pod. I'll link to that one in the show notes so you can check it out too. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be delving deeper into the mistakes that I don't want you to make when you're creating your leadership brand, when you're creating your personal brand as a leader. And I'm going to talk about three mistakes in particular. These are the most common mistakes that I've come across with my clients. There are more mistakes, obviously, but I want to keep this episode to around 20 minutes, so I'll probably only talk about three mistakes that I don't want you to make. Now let's get straight into it. So mistake number one is not clearly defining your leadership brand. So this is really the first step in creating your leadership brand. You need to define it. What is it? What is your leadership brand? And if you're not clear on this, then everything else you do will be a waste of time. And I know you're busy. I know you're working on improving your technical skill and learning the job and progressing and advancing in your career. You don't want to waste your time trying to work on a leadership brand that is not clearly defined. So many people do skip that step, you know, defining their leadership brand. It does take time. I get it. It requires thinking. It requires some research. And because of that, a lot of people don't want to do it. But the thing is, if you don't do it, What happens is you don't have a leadership brand at all, or you have a very confused leadership brand, which leads other people to get confused about who you are, about what you stand for, about what values you bring to the company or to your clients. And it doesn't help you reach your leadership goals. So a leadership brand is very closely aligned with your goals, with your career goals, where you want to be in your career in two years time, in five years time, in 10 years time. And you really need to think about those things when you are defining your leadership brand, because we're not looking at what you were like in the past, who you were in the past, what you stood for in the past. No, we're looking at who you are now and also the future, where you want to go, where you want to be in your career. So your leadership brand, it needs to be clear. It needs to be future focused and you absolutely need to define it because if you are not clear on it, then you won't be able to communicate it well to other people. Or as I said, you'll be communicating something that could be your leadership brand or a rough version of your leadership brand, but it isn't clear to other people. So you're going to confuse them and people aren't going to be clear on what your leadership brand is, on who you are and what you stand for. And that could create a huge hurdle for you in your career because it could really prevent you from reaching those higher level positions because people don't imagine you in those positions. People don't notice your work. People don't visualize you getting promoted into those higher level positions. And this is something that I've talked about in the last week's episode, episode 30 of the Leadership Pod, where I talk about why leadership branding is a must for leaders or why personal branding is a must for leaders. So you need to absolutely clearly identify it. Now, when you define your leadership brand, it does mean that you have to identify what makes you different. So this is a a huge thing, actually. It's really one of the first areas that I work on when I work with my coaching clients on their leadership brand or building it up. You know, we have to define it. It's a first step. But one of the steps in that is we understand and we work out what makes you different. 
In other words, what is your competitive advantage? What are the qualities or the characteristics that make you as a professional different from all of the other people you're competing with in your company or even in your industry? Now, there are a bunch of other people who would have the same education as you, the same experience as you. What makes you different? What are the qualities that make you different to your other co-workers and your other colleagues? Those are the people who have the same education and who have the same experience as you. So it takes knowing what makes you different. That's one aspect of defining your leadership brand. Another aspect is you need to understand how people perceive you. And when I work with my coaching clients, this is a fun part because I usually ask them, to ask their colleagues or people they trust in their workplace to write down how they perceive them. So you really need to understand how other people perceive you when you are building your leadership brand and is it in line with how you want other people to perceive you? Because it may be different. Quite often we might come across or we might think we're coming across as you know this type of person. We might think that we are communicating, conveying certain qualities when in actual fact, nobody else sees that. So we're either not communicating those qualities, maybe we're communicating other ones differently, but somehow they're just not coming across clearly and people aren't noticing them. So you really need to understand how people perceive you and then work out whether that is in line with how you want other people to perceive you as well. It also takes knowing your goals. So you also need to know what your goals are when you are defining your leadership brand. So where do you want to be in two years time, in five years time, in 10 years time? And you need to develop a strategy to get there. And you need to make sure that your leadership brand is something that is going to support you in that journey, is not going to prevent you from reaching those goals. So your leadership brand absolutely needs to be in line with the goals that you have for your career, in line with where you want to be in two years time, five or even 10 years time. And this process forces you to be a leader that is proactive, okay? Not somebody who is passive, who is just going about receiving promotions or whatever promotion is handed to you. No, you're being very proactive about your career. You're deciding what you want, where you want to be, where you want to go, who you want to work with, who you want to work for. You are not taking whatever position or whatever kind of training that other people decide to give you. You are taking it upon yourself to be proactive and to decide your future career for yourself. And that's a really important step and a really defining moment between people who are just managers and people who are leaders. Leaders definitely take a proactive approach to their career and to their future career. So defining your leadership brand, it does take strategy. As I've talked about briefly in this episode so far, it does take strategy. It is hard work as well. But if you're willing to put in the hard work, then that is definitely something that's going to make you stand out from the crowd, stand out from other people who aren't prepared to put in that kind of hard work. So mistake number one was not clearly defining your leadership brand. Mistake number two is dressing too young. Now, you might be surprised at this one, but 
I can tell you it's a very common one for emerging leaders. And I talked about it in episode three of the leadership pod where I shared the story of one of the clients that I worked with who was a young lawyer female lawyer, and she wanted to establish credibility. She wanted her clients and her co-workers to see her as intelligent and to see her as the senior lawyer that she was. I referred to her as a young lawyer, but actually she was quite senior in her career. Now, the reason they didn't see her as a senior lawyer, because that was the issue she was having, and it's why she approached me for coaching, The reason they didn't see her as a leader was because of this mistake, mistake number two. She was dressing too young. You know, it's a simple thing. It's really easy to do. And it's quite common for emerging leaders. You get into your corporate life. You start your first job. You're an entry-level employee in whatever industry you are in. And your focus is really on improving your technical skill and getting comfortable in your job, getting to know your job. And you forget that you are not only judged on the technical work that you produce, but you're also judged on your presence as a leader. And that's a really important part of leadership, leadership presence. It's really important that you develop the presence as a leader when you are working in a company and when you are ambitious and when you're driven and when you want to climb higher up the corporate ladder. And leadership presence is a topic of one of my in-person workshops that I've been running for about four years. It's called the Leadership Presence Masterclass. And the reason it has been so popular and I've been able to run it for four years is because so many people want to know how they can have their presence as a leader, meaning they want others to see them as a leader. They want others to imagine them as a leader. You know, what do they have to do to get other people to see them as a leader? And really for many of them, the mistake that is holding them back is that they dress too young. Okay, so I don't want you to make that mistake. So I want you to think about what you wear to the office. What are the clothes that you wear to work? Are they the same clothes as what you used to wear when you first started in your corporate career? Have you advanced your style? Have you elevated your style? Have you lifted the level of formality? Have you lifted the level of seniority? Or do you still look exactly the same like the entry-level people that are coming through into that company right now? All right, so you need to differentiate yourself from entry level. You need to up-level your fashion and your style that you wear to the office. You need to differentiate yourself from the entry level people who are starting their careers right now. You need to look older and you need to look more senior and more intelligent and more credible and more competent than those people. Now, how I would advise you to do this is choose somebody, a leader who is higher than you in the company who is more experienced than you, look at their style, look at what style they wear to work and try to emulate their style. I don't mean copy it and look exactly like them. That is not what I want you to do. But pick and choose some things about their style that you like and you can incorporate into your style. And this applies to both men and women as well. I'm not just talking about women here, but men too. You can absolutely lift up your level of formality in the office and lift up your level of style and help people see you as a leader. It's really about helping people visualize you as a leader. And when people will see you as leadership material because your style is lifted, because you are not dressing like an entry-level employee anymore, they will start to imagine you in leadership positions or start to see you as leadership material through their interactions with you. So it's really going to change how you show up 
in those interactions. It's really going to change other people's perceptions of you. And this is something you absolutely need to be committed to. So don't do it just one day and then forget about it the rest of the week. You need to be committed to it every day in every interaction you have with other people in the office, whether it's clients, coworkers, or your boss. So mistake number two was dressing too young. Now let's move on to mistake number three, and that is not realizing that your social media presence matters. Okay, so we can't deny that social media is an important part of our lives today. When you wake up in the morning, let me ask you, what is the first thing that you do? It's probably going to be turning on your phone, checking Facebook, or maybe even LinkedIn. Me personally, I'm not so much a fan of Facebook. I'm not really huge on there. I do have a Facebook business page and I just post, uh, you know, regular things like podcast updates or updates for my YouTube videos on there, but I'm not very active on Facebook. LinkedIn is really the social media platform that I use the most. But we can't deny that social media in general is a huge part of our lives. And when you meet somebody new, you know, what do you do? How do you find out information about them? Or when you hear somebody's name, how do you find out information about them? You probably Google them, right? You search for them on Google or you search for them on LinkedIn. I know that I do. If I ever receive an inquiry uh, by email of somebody who is interested in coaching, the first thing I do is go to Google or go to LinkedIn and look at who they are, right? So social media presence is a huge part of our lives today as a professional. And if you are neglecting it, If you are not seeing it as an important part of your professional life, then you're really missing out on a massive opportunity to promote and to communicate your leadership brand to other people. And I really do see it as a damage to your leadership branding. So if you Google people when you want to know about who they are or when you hear their name or when you you know you're going to be working with them, if you Google people, others are definitely going to do that with you too. So you really need to make sure that your profile and your interactions, your your comments and posts and everything you put on social media support your leadership brand and don't detract from it. So last week's episode, that's one of the points that I highlighted is that everything you do or say will either contribute to your leadership brand or will detract from it. And that includes social media. Everything you write, everything you post, everything you comment on social media will either contribute to your leadership brand or it will detract from it. And it's really up to you as to which direction you take. So the things you need to take care of when it comes to social media is definitely your profile. So what I'm really talking about here is LinkedIn because that, as I said, is a social media platform I use the most and it's really the social media platform for professionals. So you need to take care of your profile your photo, your bio, your about section, your contact information. Now, if you want information on how to do that, I'm not going to go into that in this episode, but I do talk about it in episode eight of the Leadership Pod, how to craft an expert about section for your LinkedIn profile. So definitely check that out if you want to know how to do that on LinkedIn. But it also applies to Facebook, to Instagram, to Twitter, (laughs) to TikTok. I don't know if any of you would be on TikTok. I certainly am not, but you know, it applies to any social media platform. Basically, if people can find you on it, if potential hiring managers, co-workers, bosses, clients can find you online, it's something you need to take care of. You also need to keep in mind the messages and updates that you post. They all need to be professional because people will see this. If it's online, if it's visible, 
People will see it, okay? Even if you can delete it later on, the rule of thumb that I use is what goes online stays online, okay? And remember that because it is so true. Now, occasionally I'll post on LinkedIn and I might see a post that changes my perception of somebody because what they have posted isn't professional, okay? Or what they have posted detracts from their brand or from how I did perceive them in the past. So you really do need to be careful about what you post on social media and make sure that everything you post is in line with your leadership brand and helps people develop the perception and see you the way that you want them to see you. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to be business all the time. You know, I follow a lot of people on LinkedIn who are very successful professionals in the corporate world, but they share posts about what they do outside of business. So it doesn't necessarily have to be all about business. You know, at the end of the day, LinkedIn is a business and a social networking platform. So just like you would do if you go to networking events, imagine you go to a networking event, you strike up a conversation with somebody, You are not going to talk only business to that person. You might also talk about some aspects of your personal life, of your holidays, of your hobbies and things like that, you know, so it doesn't necessarily have to be about business, but I do want you to make sure that it supports your leadership brand. And all of this applies to Facebook as well. Yes, I know that Facebook is really for your family and your friends and your personal life. But, you know, it's social media. If it's online, it stays online. What goes online stays online. So please be careful about what you post on Facebook as well. And I want to talk a bit about comments. So a lot of people don't talk so much about what comments you leave on social media. Now, I want you to remember that people will see your comments, especially on LinkedIn. If you comment on a post, other people can see it in their feed. Other people who are connected with you can see it in their feed. So they will see what your comment is on that post. And if that comment is nasty, if it is not professional, if it is not nice, if it is mean in some way or anything that detracts from your leadership brand, then it's not going to look good for you as a professional. And it can really change people's perception of you as a leader. So be careful about the comments that you leave on social media Be conscious of those comments and make sure that they also are in line with your leadership brand. Now, your social media presence is a huge part of your leadership brand. I don't want you to be too scared to post anything, to comment on other people's posts. I don't want you to be scared about doing that because it really does help to elevate your leadership brand and make you more visible and help you generate more influence in your industry and in your company. So it's definitely something that you need to think about and you definitely need to be active on. So when I work with my coaching clients, their social media presence is always a huge part of what we focus on. It's probably the most fun part of what most people want to work on because they don't know what to post. You know, should they write articles on LinkedIn? Should they post videos? We go into all that when we work on the coaching program. But your social media presence is definitely a huge aspect you need to think about. So please don't be scared about it, but make sure that it is in line with your leadership brand. Well, we've covered a lot for this episode. We've covered a lot about leadership branding mistakes. Mistake number one was not defining it. That's the first mistake you can make that I hope you will avoid from now on. Mistake number two is dressing too young. So please think about how you dress and whether it does make you look like the leader you want other people to see you as. And mistake number three is thinking that your social media presence doesn't matter. 
Remember, it does matter. It's a huge part of your leadership brand and please don't neglect it. So we've covered a lot for this episode. Now, obviously there's more mistakes that you can make when it comes to your leadership brand, but to get you started, I hope you enjoyed these three mistakes and I hope you got a lot from this episode. Now, if you want to go back to episode three, I did mention that a couple of times already, but it does go into how to start building your leadership brand. It's the most downloaded episode from the leadership pod, so I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. It's episode three of the leadership pod. So I'll link to that in the show notes. And I do have a YouTube video coming up on this topic. So head over to my YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell as well. So you get notified every time I release a new video. So there'll be a YouTube video on this topic coming up. Now, next week's episode is a Q&A episode, and I'm going to be talking about confidence. So I quite often get questions from people about confidence, how to be confident in difficult situations, how to be confident in interviews, how to be confident when you are speaking English and it's not your native language. You know, a lot of questions about confidence. So I decided next week's episode will be focused on that issue. So I'll come back next week for that episode. Thank you so much for listening to this one. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have a fabulous week. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.